The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. <laughs> uh, oh, and over here, here to my right, yeah, here we are again. Here we are again. And over here to my right-hand side is my uh, my backup dancer, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Matthew Martin Baybine. And also known as Maddie B. Maddie B. Maddie hi, B. hi. Hi, how are you doing, babe? I'm really good. Yeah. I'm feeling um, I'm feeling ambitious AF. <laughs> As usual. I'm ready to talk about how we're going to unplug. I'm unplugging now. But before, <laughs> you already, you're always <laughs> unplugged. You're like Eric Clapton. Unplugged. Eric Clapton. <laughs> Layla. But before, you know, I always love to read our ambitious iTunes podcast review of the week. Yes. And it is from. Lori B. Viseo, and she says, cuts through the BS. <laughs> Had the privilege to meet Katie and Matt. Oh, God, they're always talking about Matt. Thank you. This is just too much. You guys <laughs> cut the crap. <laughs> Had the privilege to meet Katie and Matt at her first ever Business with Soul Summit June 1st, 2019. Started listening to her podcast before the summit to get better feel for what to expect. She's genuinely caring, intuitive, and well, ballsy. She just calls it like it. she sees it, and her singing voice is like an angel. If you need someone to call you out on your bullshit, she is the gal to do it. Keep on sharing the tough love, Katie. Lori, email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to redeem your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMFC related. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and life to do that. That was really sweet. Right? Yeah. Really you know what's nice. not sweet? What? All the lazy motherfuckers that listen to this podcast every week and they don't go on there and they don't do shit. Get over there and give us a review. Get it together. And this movement. This is how we do yes. what we do. Yes. What do we think? We just show up here for our perfect perky racks and bald heads? <laughs> for Christ Almighty. I have, a, I have a perky rack and a bald head. I have both of them. Man, Matt does have man boobs. Oh, yeah, oh look they, at those things. They're like strength. Mother's milk. Mother's <laughs> milk. This is a scary situation. Yummy. The, you know uh, they, they call man boobs? They call them moobs. Really? I, didn't know. I definitely don't moobs. have any moobs. Oh, okay, I, ro- I have a rocking body over here. Oh. All right, Justin Timberlake. Jeez Louise. All right, moving on to what we're actually here to do, which is to enlighten the masses. Okay. Okay. So Matt and I was, we were, uh, we had a really busy couple weeks. We had a really busy fucking lifetime. Oh my God. We've been going. It was funny because this morning we were looked, I looked, I go, that business, we we looked at the business soul summit and all the things we've been doing over the last couple of months. It's like, doesn't that seem like it was like five years ago? Like we're just so, so busy. It's insane. But I love it because God has given us this gift to like share with the, you know, these gifts to share with the world. I wouldn't change anything. Matt gets mad at me because I, I'm, I'm very social and I'm, I'll go out and I'll be very social, but then like I'll need like two days to recuperate after being social. <laughs> but for some reason, like I've been, because we've just been trying to do a lot of stuff yes. and cross a lot of T's and dot a lot of I's. So yeah. we had like a ton of business meetings 
uh, dinner meetings and we had like friend meetings that were dinners and lunches and all this stuff. And Matt will just look at me and he's like, I just want to eat home. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you keep me well, going like a monkey. Well, we could, we're going since uh, this past week and I know we were going Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday, Sunday night. All day. All day and all yes. Sunday night. We got home Sunday night at like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, no more. Enough. He's like, no enough. No more freaking dinners and meetings. And then I had even a couple more than you did that, that yes. week. So yeah. it was crazy because we were just like reflecting on that weekend. Mm-hmm. And Matt said to me, he goes, you know, it was so crazy. Like we were with these like people who are like multimillionaires, probably billionaires, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and such amazing like business minds and just caring and woke and spiritual and like all this stuff, right? Like talking to our, you're talking to our uh, people right, yes, right, our right peer away. Yes, our peer and, groups. And like you guys know that part of the ambitious movement is finding your people, finding your tribe, finding your peer groups, and not just like just like happenstance, like just manifest them. Yes. Like knowing what you desire in relationships, and we've been doing that. Mm-hmm. And I will say this one thing. We had the best time. Oh my god, it was it was awesome. But but what did I say the next day? Matt goes, you know what, Katie? I've been thinking, no one at all, at all, one time ever pulled out their phone no. at, at any time during dinner. We Not even just, to like be like, hey, look at this picture, or like let's take a picture, or no let's pictures, post nothing. no nothing, no no looking at emails. No, they didn't worry about anything. It was just no. like we're here, we're having dinner with you. We're that having an amazing it. conversation, and nobody even said that. It was just like the conversations were just. Awesome. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love to take a picture every now and then. Oh, yeah. I like to have pictures in my phone, like, remember times. Yes. But there's something, like, um, I've noticed it's very um, forced a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that, like, when I'm with certain people, they want to take pictures because they want to post. And I, I know this is going to sound really snobby, but I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast. I'll say whatever I want. They want to take a picture with me to say I was out having dinner with Katie Boyd. Right. Or I was doing this thing with Katie Boyd. And, like, I appreciate that. But I just, I don't know. I just didn't. Feel the need to do it at dinner at all, any of the days. And the people that we were with, too, were like, you know, a lot of people would want to say that they were uh, with them. Yes. Right? And beyond. We, and both of us was like, we don't want any of that. We just want to enjoy our time, right, which was right. really, really cool. So it was kind of getting me thinking, and I'm like, you know, I think that one of the reasons why I'm here on earth is to really help people wake up. Yes. And I know that that's your mission as well. And for me, I think the unplugging mm. from devices and kind of just like the fake book bullshit that we all find ourselves in. Like even if you say like, oh, God, I hate social media. Yep. It's almost like this pressure when you're out that you're like, oh, dude, I need to take a picture now and I need to post it. Because if, you know, if I don't post a picture, it never really happened, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or I remember someone took a picture with me the other day at an event that I was doing. And someone said like we were standing taking the picture and I was smiling. And then the person <laughs> that was taking a picture was like, it's, it's FBO, which means Facebook official. Oh, I had no idea. You didn't know no, that? No, no. So FBO means it's good to put on Facebook because it, like, it's a perfect picture. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, is this really the fucking world we're living in? <laughs> I used to have a Polaroid camera and I thought that thing was the best thing ever since Shake sliced bread. Like a Polaroid Shake it after. Picture. It's awesome. And I would put my Polaroids like on my yeah. closet and I'd see all my little friends and now it's just like Facebook, social media, Instagram, all these different things. It just, it feels kind of not real to me. Right. And I know that we all need social we need I'm using my quotation fingers for the people out, out there that can't oh, see me. Did you say the word need? No, I'm not saying I need. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying people. We had a think, whole podcast on you killing me over the need. And you haven't really said it that much. I don't say which it I'm again. very proud. <laughs> and I know what you're saying about like 
you do need something, but you can also you can change your language I a little you. bit. And I'm I'm saying that people think that they need yes not more yes. other people out there think that they need to take pictures and post, and they have to be on social media all the time because they don't want to miss out on things. And a lot of people who have um, businesses where they have to use social media for their companies for the brand, right? It's right. like constant. And um, I was doing a lot of social media stuff to the point where I was like getting sick of myself. Mm. Like I would say to Matt, like, I'm just so fucking sick of hearing my own voice talk. Like it's annoying. No. And Matt's like, same. Um, <laughs> I was like, Ugh. yeah. But do you oh, know she understands what I'm talking about. Shut I'm your from. damn mouth or I'll shut <laughs> yeah. it for you, Louise. No, no it's, it's important to kind of it, – it, it is important. You know, we wake up in the morning and I unplug right immediately. You know, I'm not, I'm not, we're not, I'm not checking. That's never plugged in. I'm never plugged in. I'm like, probably because I'm older than you and I'm like, ah, I'm freaking unplugged. Like Matt has, everything. Matt has an actual person who does all his social media because he's like, eh, I don't like this. And I'm like, no one fucking likes it, Matt. Some you people just have to like do it. it. Some people like I it. I don't think so. I don't. I think that people that look like they like it actually are like putting on a show because yeah. they're influencers, so they have to act like they actually like social media. I was in a business meeting the other day, and my phone was ringing. Right, I was expecting a phone call. I leave my phone on, so I, um, if you need me, yeah. or if Karina needs me for some reason, and I, I don't, did, need I did you. see who, <laughs> I, I did see it was who was calling. I'm like, and the person's like, oh. Are you going to take that? And I'm no, like, I'm in a meeting with I you. Go, no, I says, you know, I have the phone for my convenience. Ninety percent of the time, it's outgoing. If I want to cheat, do or achieve right. something or make something happen, yes. and for emergencies. But if I'm with a person, I'm not going to take a phone call no. over being with a live person. I agree, right? and that's insane. But people are so like stimulus response where they think they have to just oh stop, I got to do this. Stop, oh I got to do this. It's so annoying, you know. And I think to live really with intention is like you know I don't get I don't get up in the morning, I don't watch the news, I don't know what's going on in the universe. Nope. I really it doesn't really bother me. And the stuff that I need to you know find what's out, going on in your world and in your universe. Yes, yeah, that's important to me. What's going on? Where am I going? Where, where are we moving our company? Yes. How's Karina doing? Yes. How are you doing? The important you know, stuff. Like, yeah, the good stuff. We cannot save the world. No. Right? Like, I'm not going to probably in my lifetime um, find the cure for cancer or feed a million people in Africa. That's probably not what I'm going to do. I have other things to do. Right. Right? right. So I want to focus on just that mission at hand, right? Yes. You can't do it. You can only really give your attention to that one thing. Now, yes. you're one of your ambitious, unbelievable people maybe doing those things. Right. Right? Absolutely. So I compiled a list of the top five ways that I – and you okay. unplug and ho- in the hopes that it will help inspire awesome. everyone out there in ambitious land. So number one, no phone until all the hardest things are done in the morning. This is so hard for people. Really so every event that I go to, I talk about this and um, I always say to people out in the audience, like how many of you, when you wear- roll over in the morning, roll over and check their phone and literally the whole- everyone's hands go up and maybe except like two people. Oh. And I was like, and don't fuck with me and say, oh, I use my phone for my alarm because that's bullshit. Right. You shouldn't even be sleeping with a phone in your room, right? But And we have an old school like digital alarm clock. <laughs> Love it. It's like grampy. Really? But, until, the, until the pillow's like too high and it's like in the middle of the night and I'm like trying to get it. But Matt will say to me head. in the morning, oh, what time is it? I'm like, because it's on my side of the bed and I'm like. Uh. Control Shut freak. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Control freak. She's got the clock. She's got all the stuff over. That's right. Like, That's kidding. right. I DJ your life and just <laughs> deal with it. But don't look at the phone until all the hardest things are done. So for me, I get up in the morning. Um, I do not use my phone for alarm clock, as I just said. So I get up in the morning. I go. I make myself a cup of coffee. I do all my rituals. 
and I journal and I set my intentions for the day and I go to my gratitude and then I get dressed. I go to the gym. I train if it's a training day. Um, I come home. I shower. I meditate. And that's when I pick up my phone. Right. That's so good. like people that's will text discipline. me all morning. That's great well, you know, and like you're you're actually better at it than me because um, sometimes I wake up and I want to write because I'm like, oh, I'm inspired to write. And sometimes I like use my phone to do things while I'm on the computer, and then all of a sudden, like you know, the, you start seeing the text come through, and I can get a little like squirrely. Mm. You're very good at just saying like, today I'm not doing that until this. Yep. So you're actually better at it than I am well, in a lot of ways. That's the only nice thing I'm going to say about you today on this podcast. <laughs> so I hope that you really enjoyed that thoroughly. <laughs> um, so try to do in your life what the hardest things are. So obviously your hardest things are not my hardest things. Mm-hmm. My hardest things is like just getting awoke yep. and like doing my rituals. But your hardest things might be like spending some quality time with your children before they go off to school. Mm-hmm. Right, because I see like so many moms, and they're like, the kids are getting dressed, and they're feeding them, and they're scrolling on social media. It's it's not really helping anyone. So do the hardest things first. Mm -hmm. Number two, this is something that we are very good about: is planning a full digital detox once a week. Oh, so it's it's usually Sundays. Yes. And what we do is we just say like, you know what? We are going to we are going to um, do something really fun. Mm-hmm. So we're going to like totally go off the reservation, get out of hypnotic rhythm, choose like a new restaurant that we want to go to or take a drive somewhere or do like some activity that we've never really done before yep. just to spice it up. Absolutely. And we just like one of us will have our phone, but we only use it if there would be like an emergency. Just leave it in the car. We don't look yeah. at it. We're not picking it up. We're not checking emails. Because I think that the device, I don't think your brain, our brains, are they're very primordial. Yep. I don't think that they were really truly made to see this stuff all the time, to be in such stimulus response mode and to also take in so much information. I mean, think about it. Just in one swipe or any kind of pictures or email or all that data is just going through. And not only your conscious mind, but your subconscious mind. So whether you're not paying attention to it or or, or you are, you are. It's going in there somewhere, right? And it's it's, it's way too much information. I think so. And I think you're always the one that's saying, you know, years ago, when we came out in, in this universe, we had like a... A house here, a little hut, and I'm over here, and there's this other guy over here, and that's really what we were able to. Well, they say like there was actually a study I think at John Hopkins University about the um, like that reptilian, that really primordial part of your brain, Mm -hmm. and they came up with this this whole idea where um, you're living in your village, and that's all you're supposed to know is what's actually happening in In your village. village. Like, what are we eating? What what did we kill today? Who's having a baby? Who's hurt? What like what's happening? Yes. And now we know what's happening in China. What's happening in Japan? What's happening all over our country? Middle East. What's happening? You know, it's it's too much. And then I don't I don't know how you feel, but then I start to feel helpless, like because I'm such a caring, loving person. I'm like, how can I help these people? And it's like you fucking can't. No, you can't. You have to be able to help who you can in your own tribe or your family. Absolutely. uh, You know, you're not going to create harmony out there in the world, but you can can as much as you can, like through podcasts, through education and stuff like that, but you can create harmony within your own home and say, hey, I'm here. This is how I'm going to set my life up and I'm going to detox from everything, social media, news, um, you know, business problems, whatever. And then your brain feels like it actually got a chance to slow down. I feel so much more rested going back to work on Monday hugely then when I have that detox on Sunday you too but sometimes like on Sunday I'll start to talk to Matt about business stuff and he'll be like Kenny what the fuck 
I need to, I, I need to feel like I, I actually took a fucking day off. Shut the fuck Stop up. Stop asking like, me questions about work. All right. And then no. like an hour will go by and I'll be like, hey, I had this idea. And Matt's like, please, Jesus, give her a fucking tranquilizer no. and a margarita. I don't want to talk about billing stuff and I don't want to talk about collections. I don't want to talk about that. That's the work stuff. Now, you want to talk to me about creation? That I'm up for talking about on Sunday. All right, I'll How keep we, that in mind. What's our life going to be? <laughs> what do you think is going to yes. happen? Yes. But not, oh, we have to go in here. Did Sammy Sue do this? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really but know. Sometimes can. that's like our only day to like come together. Can, yeah, can and I? then I start dumping my shit. Oh, listen, I have fucking problems too. I'm ambitious, but I'm still fucked up, okay? <laughs> We're human. We're human. We're all working we on We heal in layers. <laughs> I'm always healing. Oh my God. I need to exfoliate some of those right now. <laughs> um, number three, this is one of my things. Always bring a book with you. So it could be an audio book, mm. but I actually like to have a real physical like paperback or hardcover book with me yep. because like I have noticed, um, you know, just like you go to the dentist or you go to the doctors, you're waiting at an appointment and everyone just has their phone and they're just going scrolling, scrolling. No one even talks to each other. Like remember back in the day, you'd be in a waiting room and just people would just talk mm-hmm. or like if you're at like um, a restaurant and you're sitting at the bar mm-hmm. Like the bar used to be the place where people would actually speak to each other and meet each other and be social. And then if you didn't want to speak to those people, you went and sat in a A different part of the restaurant. But um, I've been noticing like, you know, you go to the bar and everyone, no one even speaks. No one even looks up from their phone. They're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me sad because I'm like people. There's no human connection. There's no, like it's so crazy because we say we have never been more connected in all the time that we've been roaming the planet, but I disagree. I think that we're connected in a um, a technical way, mm-hmm. but we're not connected like this, like right. eyes to eyes, right. brain to brain, heart to heart. And I think that that's why, in my opinion, that's why people are really suffering hardcore with depression and anxiety and never feeling like they're enough and loneliness and all the negative things that really just stem from fear-based thinking. Mm-hmm. We, we're humans. We have that part of our brains that are fear-based. So we are going to go into those those holes sometimes when right. we're not filling up our cup and we don't feel connected to people. Right. You know? Absolutely. Like I work from home a lot. And you're not really around because mm-hmm. you're, you know, working your 15 jobs, man. Um, <laughs> but like during the during the day, like I'll just kind of be like, I just kind of want to like pick up the phone. Like I'll call Jill sometimes. I'll be like, Hey, girl, and she's like, Oh God, what does what does she want? <laughs> she's on a she's on a detox. She's on a detox. Yeah, she's like, Oh God, the <laughs> I can't phone pick is this up. I better pick it up. It's Katie. But I just like I, you know, I don't love to talk on the phone all the time. Right. But I sometimes just want to like catch up with a friend and just talk like a, like how we used to in the 80s. Yeah, that's kind of nice though. I like talking to people. I do too. You know, usually during the day I do. At nighttime, I'm not on a big nighttime talker. Like, you know, my mother would, my mother and my father would <laughs> be on the phone. Talker. Matt's a nighttime drinker. <laughs> That's right. That is Matt's right. like, shush, insert dry martini into the gullet. <laughs> and be quiet. Yeah. I'm having my cocktail now and relaxing. But you either, you know, set the intention to bring a book yeah. to when you're waiting. Yeah. And so you can actually learn something. Um, or just like, I don't know, fucking talk to the person next to you. God forbid. That would be nice. <laughs> people people really, you know, it's so crazy because some of the most wonderful conversations I've ever had were like with people who like are a little bit older than me at like a bar. Mm-hmm. Like one time we were at the um, Capitol Grill in Burlington. There was like an older couple sitting next to us. They probably were like in their probably early 70s. Yep. And they were just really cute. And they were like, you know, feeding each other and stuff. And I'm like, look at these guys. They're so cute. And we started talking to them and they were like so wealthy, yeah. had all these companies. Like they were such go-getters. They spoke the same language as us. And I'm like, I'm so glad that we talked to them. 
and they tell us the problems too, you know, because they were having a lot of difficulties with staffing. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, you're still going through this. You're and 70 like, and you're still dealing with this. Why don't you retire? Shit, for God's no, sake. but they love it. <laughs> they love it. They, they love, love it. The, they love the spark. But if you know. we didn't, like, be, if we weren't open to that, right. we would have never had that conversation. And sometimes I'm not. You're better than I am because I'm like, oh, God. Oh, Matt don't will be like, here. Matt will put, I don't, like, I don't hit me. Talk. He'll hit me. He'll be like, shut the fuck up. Don't talk to anybody. Katie Jesus. And I'm like, I'll be quiet. It's usually after I've had a couple glasses of wine and I'm like feeling a little little open. But uh, yeah, Matt, Matt sometimes. But aren't you happy that I do that sometimes? Because you learn like a lot of cool stuff about people. Number four, leave your phone at home. I know that's very scary for a lot of people, but one of us will usually, when we're trying to really do a digital detox, we'll leave our phone at home. Um, and I noticed like when I first started doing this and a lot of, of my clients who do this said, oh my God, it was like, I never realized how addicted I was to my phone until I didn't have it. It's such an extension of your physical body, Yes, you know? Wow. And even when like, it's crazy because even when I, like I'm working from home and I'm like walking around the house, I find myself like bringing my phone in every room with me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But we're just so used to always having your phone right there. That's weird. Meaning I've oh, done it. No, I mean, thanks. <laughs> Asshole. No, I was just thinking myself. I was Matt just looks thinking, at me, that's weird. <laughs> I do the same thing. I was carrying my phone the other day. And I'm like, why do I need this? And I was like, like you're like, taking a shit and your yeah. phone is like on, in the bathroom with you, no, and you're I mean, just like, this if is I'm gross. In, on the island and I'm taking it into the bedroom, and then I, it's in the, I'm in, and then I'm off. I'm, it's not like anyone's going to be calling me, but it, right? It's like, what but the you hell? never know because someone could, and then you might miss something. <laughs> it's just so stupid. That's, that's weird. Yeah, it's, thanks, Matt. Leave your damn phone at home once in a while. It's really good, and like <sighs> obviously, I wouldn't if you have little kids and <laughs> you can't like get totally away from them. Yes, I'm not saying like. One of you has to have a phone. Yeah. The children yeah. might hurt themselves. Yeah, you just keep it in the car or whatever. Well, you left yours at home the other night, and I took mine. It was great. It was great. Because even though sometimes I don't want to talk to my husband when I'm out to dinner, I just want to eat my food. Be, I wanted to talk to him more because I do not have my phone. <laughs> that would be a comfortable silence, which I'm fine with that too. Sometimes comfortable silence is nice. You know, sometimes you get sick of your own voice. I think we should have a comfortable silence right now on the, okay. on the podcast. podcast. I don't think it's no, a good just time. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> that would be bad for business. It wouldn't be good for business. It wouldn't be good for a podcast. You'd hear crickets in the background. You know, yes. Not good. Yes. And last but not least, this obviously tie, ties into the actual, you know, detoxing itself, but. Um, streamlining your work is actually another way to help you detox from your phone. Mm -hmm. So for instance, um, on Tuesdays are like my podcast days. All right. So I'll do all my podcast stuff. And then I also do my MailChimp. So I'll do that all in one block and I just know, okay, Tuesdays I do my MailChimp, which go out Mm -hmm. every week and Tuesdays I do my podcasts. That's my focus. It's not. I'm not selling. I'm not creating. I'm not writing. I'm not doing anything else. That's Those your time are just to do my, that. right? Because what happens is you over you get overstimulated, and then I'm like on the phone, then I'm on the laptop, then I'm watching something on this. I'm like, this is no, whacked out. Not good. So time chunking. Um, so for me, I talk about time chunking all the time. I talk about not being a donkey. That's another podcast from back in the day that if you have not listened to, go back and listen to. Yeah, it's a great because what we do is we just overstimulate ourselves with like switching tasks. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the tasks we do in this day and age has to do with our devices. Yep. And it's just not good for anybody. And I love that that you do it that way because you can only do one thing 
awesome at a time, Absolutely. right? You can have five things Multitasking isn't real. No. It's not real. No, it really isn't. But people say, oh, I'm a great multitasker. I'm like, really? Because you haven't created anything since the Reagan administration. You're giving, so you're I don't giving, know what the fuck you're talking about. You're giving you half your attention to all these little things. And then everything is half-assed. Half-assed. Right? Yeah. Instead of moving it, doing it, and getting it done, and it's over. I've read things I've written when I was multitasking, and it's just junk. It's junk. It has no heart. Yep. It has no intention. So many typos, so many grammar and spelling errors, and I'm just like, now I have to go back and double my time doing this one thing that if I just focused forward, yep. I would have just gotten done and moved the energy. It would have been done. Yeah, you're so right. So for me, I streamlined by doing um, a myopic time-focused technique. So during the day when I'm doing whatever I'm doing for work, whether it's seeing clients or whatever, I always just set a timer and I say, okay, for the next 55 minutes or for the next hour, my ass is not leaving this thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I put the phone away. And if I'm not working on a laptop and I'm doing something else, I put the laptop away and I'm just there doing what I'm supposed to do. And then I take tiny little breaks in between just to like refresh myself. And then I go back until I'm done. And I do that all day until the work is done. I don't move myself away from it and say, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow. How much time do you usually spend before you take a break? Or like is it half hour increments? Or how It do you- depends on what I'm actually doing. Okay. Um, but if I'm writing, I say um, 55 minutes straight out writing. Nice. So That's I, so I said, you know, I say Siri, set a 55 minutes timer and then um and then as soon as i'm done with that 55 minutes i'll take a five minute break so like if i'm working from home i'll go throw in a load of laundry i'll make myself a cup of coffee mm-hmm. i'll go to the bathroom um you know just like little tiny things maybe stretch yep. and then i'll go right back to my 55 minutes writing and Again. i'll do that all day until i'm done with the task at hand um and i did that I, i'm creating that ambitious 28 program mm-hmm. and um matt goes oh no, that's gonna take a while and I did like the uh, tail end of it in like one day. And he's like, how, <laughs> how did you did do you this? Do and I just <laughs> sat and I did not answer texts and I didn't look at my Facebook and I didn't look oh. at my Instagram and I didn't look at my emails. I just sat in that space and it took me like six hours. Yep. But I did it, and it's done, and it's I like – I couldn't bold. believe you were finished at that day. That was, that was amazing. I mean, I looked like a haggard hey. bitch by the end of the day. I looked like I had been <laughs> did not, rode but. hard and hung up wet. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I got the freaking work done. That's more than what most yeah. people can say because I have, I have friends who are like, I'm writing my book. I'm like, oh, yeah. you've been doing that since like we graduated high school. Not going to happen. We're 30-something years old. Like, yeah. Get it together. No, but a lot of it's fear-based, but I think a lot of it is truly just being so distracted with your device. Yep. And like – Unless your business is run on your phone and like that's all you have. Unless you're an Uber driver. You oh, need please. to have that little bing and to go away yeah. and pick up the person. Absolutely. Get off your phone. Right. And, if, right? and if your Uber driver is on the phone when he's Ubering you, jump out of the car. Or if your Uber <laughs> driver is drinking and having a cocktail before he goes in Ubers, get out of that car too. <gasps> oh, yeah. Well, that guy. <laughs> that guy. That was crazy. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever saw him pick me up, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to be waiting for the next Uber. Thank you very much. So, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> right? On him. So think about what I said, guys. Really think about how the phone and devices are truly affecting not only your life and work, but your joy. Because I know that a lot of you love your phone, but it's a freaking joy sucker most of the time. So detox, detox, detox. Remember, you're- You'll love it. What is it? You'll love it. You'll love it. Yeah, detox. All right. That's what Matt says. Remember, everybody, (laughs) your presence is a present. And thank you to everyone out there in Ambitious Land for being ambitious crusaders to this movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Good job, babe. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.